This just in. We're all wearing overalls. I know. All right, let's start it. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Well This Sucks, our podcast that chronicles our beautiful friend Danielle's fight against breast cancer. I'm Heather. I'm Tana. And I'm Danielle. Wee. <laughs> hey, Billy. <laughs> oh boy, that brings us to Hot Topic. We just saw it. The other day, finally got to see it. We've been anticipating this movie for quite some time. Danielle's even <laughs> reading the book. <laughs> like a nerd. That was. <laughs> That's nerd noises. My classic nerd noises. Yeah. We have to push up your, your yeah, glasses. Yeah, I was half expecting her. Yeah. Yeah. Invisible my spectacles. <laughs> we were initially going to see it. We had this whole group that was going to celebrate Danielle's last round of chemo and... Ooh, I finished chemo. I know. I was Yay. like, why were we going to see it? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Danielle's last round of... Round. Round of chemo. Round of chemo. Round rind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had purchased tickets and everyone's ready to go Friday. The opening night. In celebration night. of Danielle's last round of chemo. I know I already said that, but I want to say it again, just in case. Reiterating. But then plans changed. Tragedy struck. No, not quite. It wasn't tragedy. Well, it was scary. It was scary. I couldn't go because I woke up on Thursday with a fever that did not go away. And I was being stubborn and didn't yes. want to go. To She's like... Oh, really it's casually. I down. woke up with the fever and I'm like, you need to tell Dr. Kwan right now. Mm-hmm. Didn't say that because I wanted her to actually do it. <laughs> so I was like, you well, know I, what? Just let her know. I knew she was going to yeah. have her come in, but well, I was I like, just let her know. Just so there's a paper trail. Well, but. I just kind of thought that it would like I could sweat it out by myself type of thing. And like, so it just kind of from like six in the morning until like one in the afternoon or so. So it was just basically just like the morning I was like monitoring it and then it didn't go. It was going up and down. So then oh. that's when we called the doctor's office and they were like, yeah, you need to go to the, you need to go to the ER. And then of Step. course, Danielle was like, I don't want to go to, no, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. So I don't Violet, wait Danielle's mom, thankfully was here and she was with her at the time and was able to take you. Did she drive? No, we got, we got a lift. They got a lift. Yeah. We got a lift, dropped <clears> us <throat> off. And then as soon as I got there, they checked me in right away and caught me in a room right away and hooked up and everything. And we're taking tests and yeah. Don't look up sepsis, you guys. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, as they were wheeling me in, it was a, I overheard the nurse saying this is a sepsis alert. We got to get her in a room right away. And Ooh. when I heard that, I, I had my phone on me the entire time. So I was texting you guys in the group status updates as they were happening. I was live tweeting it to the, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. group chat um and that's what i had overheard which it sounds scary and then when you look it up it's even well, scarier yeah i had googled at work like what happens when you have a fever on chemo so i had already been googling sepsis <gasps> and it's fucking scary okay so i'm on the chat and i'm trying to catch up because i'm i think i was working and i was like half on the chat and what like what's happening and i just saw don't google sepsis and so i still haven't actually googled like the first thing I did I was know. Google sepsis. I was like, oh my God, listening. oh my God, I'm not going to Google oh it. <laughs> it's like a, a blood infection. No, nope. infection of the blood where it causes blood clots 
It happens like it can happen like when surgery goes <clears throat> wrong, and I just and remember it hearing it a lot on Grey's Anatomy. Cause organ <laughs> shut down. Um, but yeah. a lot of chemo patients are subse- susceptible. Su- thank you. Susceptible. Susceptible to sepsis. Mm-hmm. Susceptible to sepsis. Ooh, that <laughs> because your white blood cell count is so low, yeah. it's hard to fight against things, and sepsis progresses very fast, and it, that can happen when you. White blood cell counts are low, mm-hmm. apparently, from my short Google search before. They did a bunch of lab work and cultures, and the first thing that they saw was in my lab work was that my white blood cell count was very low. They figured it had to be some sort of virus or infection, but they couldn't put their finger on it. So they wanted to keep me um, in the hospital and observe me until my fever was gone and the white blood cell count was back at a safe level. Which was like two, I was there for three nights. But the fever stuck for two days. Yeah. And they were also injecting you with like something that it was a stimulant to make the blood white blood cells grow produce more it's like she a was like marrow a little, stimulant yeah achy like it felt like growing pain yeah mm-hmm. whoa because of that because it's yeah in your bone marrow. yes and your bones like making them active and, Ooh. and your bones don't really stretch so uh-huh. yeah it wasn't awful i mean having a fever was awful and my first night in the hospital I was scared yeah yeah did your mom stay overnight with you yeah mm-hmm. yeah but then she like would leave me during the day and i would be alone because she was like cleaning the house and like getting everything Doing ready because she was supposed to leave that, that Saturday. The, which was the next day. Was the day. Yeah, the day after I was admitted. Yeah. I was still in the hospital when she was supposed to leave, so she wasn't going to leave. But she wanted to get everything like in order for when I came home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was getting ready, like her stuff too, to leave to go back home. And she was extra anxious because on top of that, Hurricane Irma. Yeah, it was going through Florida. What a weekend. What a, what a whirlwind. A crazy, crazy. We came weekend. and visited you. All my wonderful friends came to see me. And Mikey and Lauren. And my roommate Katie. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, not to brag, but I think I was the first one. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I knew it Heather was, like, was bam, there bam, and bam, I'm bam, like, like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was Heather left and then Tana got there and then they got there. I don't know where it was before. I was like, you guys, I'm here. Sending selfies. Yeah, it was weird. It was, we had to wear masks. Oh, yeah. I was... What was that word that they... A label for yeah. what type of patient you are? Mm-hmm. It was written on the door. Yeah. It starts with a P. Patient zero. Patient zero. Protozoa. No. <laughs> Zebulon. <Wait>. <laughs> so we were very excited to hear all of her tests cleared, and yeah. she was able to go home Sunday. There wasn't one specific... The cultures all came back negative. It wasn't anything. So they figured it was just like a virus that my body was trying to fight off, but since my white blood cells were so low, they really took a hit. And mom's convinced it's something that I caught like when I went to work because that was the only thing yeah. different. That's the only thing that I had done. But they did suggest it could have been the bacteria in your stomach or yeah. something so small like that. So it wasn't sepsis. No, I no, wasn't just to be clear. Good. But it was low white blood cell count. Mm-hmm. Wearing the masks was felt funny. It was tough yeah, to talk. Yeah, everyone would always... Everyone was fidgeting. We always yeah. fidgeted. Everyone put them on upside down to too. Point. Yeah. <laughs> really? Didn't Heather had it on an upside down. Mm-hmm. And that's right. I think did you? <laughs> she was so proud. I think of you that. might have you might have been the only no. one that didn't put it on upside yes. down. Like so did so did Naylor, so did Katie, and so did Mikey. I'm like you guys so got it on upside down. Oh. You got the wire because the wire the wire on, on top, and then you can like mold it to your nose. Tana's so smart. Yeah, Tana's <laughs> smart. You guys are nerds. <laughs> okay. Reading books and putting on masks correctly. <laughs> Whatever. Neutropenic. It doesn't start with it. That is what it was. 
Neutropenic. Doesn't start with a P. Oh, look. Well, there's a P in there. We have like an audience for real. That's real cute. He's like, look at the little doggy. There's a little family walking by the window outside. Like a picture frame window. It's like like a flat screen TV. Yeah, I know. So people can look inside and it's like they're watching us right now. Mm -hmm. Live. A live taping. (laughs) What did we do after Danielle got out? Because we didn't see it right away. We went to clam bake. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Danielle, being the fucking trooper that she is, we were invited to meet with the lovely ladies of Welcome to the Clam Bake, a female-driven podcast. Um, they do some really amazing work on some very important topics. Yeah, they talk about great things. And they invited us on, and we had orig- originally had planned for that Monday, which was the day after Danielle got out of the hospital. I was like, Heather, should we reschedule? I don't think she'll be up for it. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> nuts. Show enough. Show enough. Show enough. Uh, Daniel's like, yeah, let's do it. We got there and... I'd been laying in a hospital yeah. bed for three days. <laughs> You're like, give me the nothing. fuck out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was... And I mean, I was the first one that when Heather was like, hey, these they've invited us to be on their podcast. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was excited about it. I didn't want to reschedule it. They were shocked. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was They're in the like, hospital wait, yesterday. yesterday? <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> I know. So that was really great. It was, that was fun. and it was a little later too. So we thought maybe you would just be tired by that time anyway. And I'm an evil producer <laughs> who was like not encouraging her to reschedule. Well, if you feel up for it, <laughs> I think we should do it. No, um, like we did laps think, around Yeah, that. Tana was like, should we reschedule? And I immediately was like, no, let's just do it. And yeah. I was probably like, Phew, okay. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so thanks, Angela and Lindsay. Lindsay. You guys are the best. Bam, bam, bam. Check them out. Yeah, check them out. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Clam Bake. Bake on What's a Creative. Oh, I hope, I hope, Feral Audio. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're doing. Because I'm like, I don't know. Oh, no, that's not the, that's a different podcast network. Yeah. <laughs> None others exist. Are we allowed to be on their podcast? Yeah, we're allowed. Okay. Everyone's allowed. Yeah, so that was super great. They asked us a lot of really thoughtful questions. It felt like they really took the time to listen mm-hmm. to all of the episodes that were out and prepared and for us to be there. Yeah. 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 And I think like helped us step out of being yeah. so close to mm-hmm. it. They were able to ask questions that like an outsider party would ask that people may want to ask or want okay. to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Happy great. little clams. And, and, eh. and then, and then that following week, that following Wednesday was then your, cause you had the MRI that week. Yes. And then the following Wednesday was your appointment with Dr. Kwan. Yeah. My mama went home. She stayed for an extra week. Yeah. Well, I was here. She was here when I did the MRI and then. How did you feel going into your final round of tests and imaging? Well, it was just one test. It was just like the pet scan again. I didn't really feel any which way. I mean, I had some anxiety. I didn't want to like feel anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's like hard to explain. Like I didn't want to get my hopes up, but I didn't want to be negative. Yeah. You didn't want to get any sort of expectation because you don't want to think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to like jinx it and positivity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I felt similarly as your friend, because I remember the first time when Dr. Kwan measured your boob, 
while you were on Taxol and it was, it had gotten smaller. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I feel like we all kind of got our hopes up mm-hmm. and then it turned out it wasn't doing quite what we wanted and we had to switch drugs. We, but, and then again, you know, the pink devil made your boob feel almost normal. I mean, it feels like a normal floppy boob now. <laughs> yes. Regular, a great boob. normal, squishy, great. not hot boob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A beautiful boob, beautiful boob, beautiful teardrops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there was that part of me that was like, you've done this to me before. Like the PTSD of that. Yeah. Um, but then also the same, like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to think negatively, but I don't want to get my hopes up either. Just like, be cool. Be cool, Heather. Mm-hmm. Be cool. I feel like I turned, tried to turn my brain off. But similarly, because you're like, yeah, weighing all these things and outcomes and you don't want to go too far down any of these paths until you hear it from Dr. Kwan. Yeah, it's just like you're in limbo and you're waiting. And Heather and I were able to go to that appointment and it was in the same area, in the same looking room you're like going into the room again and I I know I talked about this for the last appointment it's just like the feeling that I got like just sitting down and waiting like Mm -hmm. waiting for her to come in and then she walked in she sat down she goes Danielle how are you feeling and I was just like are you (laughs) like yes that's nice for you to ask but can we just cut to the chase Yeah. She's like, your test results are excellent. (laughs) And Heather and I screamed. (laughs) And threw the arms up in the air. I just saw Heather like fist pumping like out of the corner of my eye. We both reached for Danielle. (laughs) Yeah. It was like she just nonchalantly like was pulling up stuff on the computer. And she's like, well, Danielle, your PET scan results were excellent. And I was like, excellent. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. I was excited because she used the word excellent, not like they were good or, you know, they came back better or whatever. She was like, you had a great response to the new chemo, didromycin, cetoxin, um, that we put you on everything that was showing active and glowing and growing is not, is showing much dimmer now and is not actively growing. It's not a clean bill of health, but it's, we've like the analogy she maintained, we went in with the big guns to control everything. And now it's a matter of maintaining it. It was very good news. Mm -hmm. And she, uh, the oncologist in her, as she said herself was like, do you want to do one more round of the pink devil? Like really smash it back down. But But. (laughs) you run the risk, as we've talked about before, it's very stressful on the heart. She did explain that it would run a higher risk of heart failure, uh, 1% risk. Yeah. Once you reach that level of that drug in your body, you start reaching like that 1% of heart failure. Yes, which doesn't sound like a lot, but, but I don't 1%. think statistics have been in anyone's, in our, in our favor. It was like, do you run the risk of heart failure like within 30 days or mm. in five years? And she's like, you get heart failure whenever. And so all of a sudden yeah. Danielle's 50 and then because of that one extra that one. Yeah. yeah. And she spoke to the oncologist in her, but then you kind of asked her. Yeah. It was like, would it make that much of a difference mm-hmm. if I did the extra chemo treatment versus starting the other treatment option that we want to like the maintenance drug option? And she said, no, um, she's like, I wouldn't highly recommend it or anything um, because there is you're so young and because of that 1% chance. It's still there. It's still mm-hmm. a, 
chance there. So And it's forever there. Forever. Yeah. And so she, you know, it was just more of the scientist in her because I was doing so well on it. But then she was just like, you know, you are human. So I'm not going to take that risk with you type of thing, which I appreciate. And which is, yeah. And when we left, you were like, I I was not imagine doing another (laughs) round of chemo. Yeah. She was pretty, I mean, after that, I mean, you didn't have to think about it for a day or anything. You said it, you had a conversation and you were like, nope, not doing it. Yeah. After she said that, I was like, "Mm, okay, let's let's start the next thing, which she had me start on tamoxifen, which is a daily pill that I take. Now it is an estrogen blocker and also an injection that I'll get every month um, that's an ovary suppressant. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It actually prevents the ovaries from producing estrogen. Yeah. So it like kind of fix your body into, yeah, so it's prevents that but it's like what it's doing is like making your body think it's going into menopause mm-hmm. because it's not being filled with estrogen mm-hmm. yeah the tamoxifen actually is sp- pretty specific to the breast and preventing estrogen from being Reaching. absorbed into the breast you have little receptors in your boobies and the tamoxifen blocks them they say no but on top of that there's really not going to be any estrogen floating around anyway yeah, it's like kind of like lot. they work simultaneously. Um, They're working together. Yeah. The patness. Very often used together. Yeah. So hopefully with this, I mean, not hopefully, it's going to be working to prevent the tumors from growing. But the big side effect is menopause. Do we want to talk about that yet? Symptoms of menopause. Yeah. Um, symptoms, I apologize. Well, I haven't gotten any symptoms yet except not having my period. But and I feel like, well, because you weren't. Yeah, I already was. And I feel like you were already having like hot flashes. Well, because it's so hot. I think it's just the heat here. Well, mm-hmm. remember in the, sorry, what? In the hospital, you were like, it's hot in here. And I'm like, I'm cold, actually. And you turned it down. I did. It was like so cold in there. And you're like, I'm sweating. But I wasn't even getting the injection or pills then. When but was just this? like, you know, your body's gone through yeah. a lot. I'm always hot, though, I feel like already on top of it. Has your hair started growing back yet? No. <laughs> it's gonna. I'm over it. I'm like, this hair needs to grow back already. Yeah. Supposedly it takes like Ooh. three to four months. You should get some... Uh, castor oil. Castor oil. Rub it on my head. Mm-hmm. It tingles. I put it on my brows because I want my brows to grow nice and thick. Oh, who told you like to do these that? these two ladies. <laughs> I don't know. Who recommended... Who made this recommendation? I can't remember. Some hmm. friend. Oh, I see. Well, that's nice. <laughs> it was Heather. <laughs> The smartest woman I know. <laughs> She's a nerd too. She's oh, a nerd no. too. Oh no. <laughs> I got castor oil right now. Let's pour that shit on your scalp. Yeah. Baby. No, I feel like my hair is still falling out too. All right. We'll so wait. it's kind of like, that would yeah. be counterproductive. It's so cheap. Castor oil, you guys get your hair is thick. <laughs> Which hairs? All of them. Whichever ones Whatever you want. Hairs All you right. want. Whatever hairs Where you want. Where do you use it? Also on my brows. Really? Uh, oh, have those and on my eyelashes. Mm. But wait, it tingles? So does it sting? It stimulates blood flow to that area. So it's supposed oh, to like follicle. stimulate the, the hair follicles and hair growth. But it doesn't yeah. hurt if you get it in your eyes? No. No, it's just like, Not at all. it's oh. like kind of sticky, oily. It's How would you thick. describe it? Viscous. Mm. Viscous. That's the word. <laughs> that would be the proper scientific term. Viscous. I don't like that the word. The thickness of liquid. <laughs> 
<laughs> the reaction. I don't think I've ever seen you react like that to anything. Don't say it again. I don't, Stop it. <laughs> now I need. And now we know what time word. What Pennywise would do <laughs> to scare Danielle? Ew. He'd say <laughs> it's like 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 Hi, slime, Danielle. like spit and yeah. yeah and then he would have just like yeah, castor like between oil. his gross fingers, just castor oil. <laughs> <laughs> real scary scarcity but yay we finally went to see it right <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say yay the chemo had great oh results <laughs> i thought you were segueing to something we haven't talked about yet <laughs> sorry sorry you know what it is that's messing i'm like you guys still aren't in my eye line <laughs> but do your anchor woman hands, hands. hands move over uh what they're releasing hands <laughs> Ah, yes, I can see you now. Yeah. Free like a butterfly. Like all the clothes that your mom wants to put you in. Oh, man, yeah. So that's what's been going on in Heather's hood. Is my mom... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. My mom's been in town. She's been helping out, but it gets a little... Mom. You know, mom stuff. A little mom. A little mom stuff, but it's nice. You have a beautiful coffee table and new rug. New rug. Yeah, it's looking mom. good in here. I owe it all to my mom. Very, very homey and hip. Yeah, she knows what's up. She's got better taste than me. It's where you get your taste from. No? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. If I have. Or did you like try to divert away no, from no. her taste? No. I mean, when I was a teenager, I like went through my gothic phase teen heather uh, i love hearing about teen heather so angsty i was so angsty so angry uh i was a hot topic baby <clears throat> and trying to wear baggy jinko jeans but you in did? like a no because i couldn't get my hands on any <laughs> but i like you're kidding I me her mom would have like burned mom would have I did buy some baggy jeans. They weren't Jinkos, but they were from Hot Topic and they were super baggy and I hid them. Did you wear like chain, like wallet chains or whatever those were? I didn't have a wallet chain, but I had those like metal balls, that metal ball oh, necklace. Yeah. Oh. And I had like some spiky bracelets. I had oh. to hide everything and like I'd wear a ring, like a big chunky metal ring on each finger. A lot of eyeliner. A lot of eyeliner. What music did you listen to? Marilyn Manson, System you of the Down, Disturbed Corn, <clears throat> Limp Biscuit. I try, and then I really tried to get into Cradle of Filth. Oh, and Cannibal yeah. Corpse. Hell yeah, yeah I like because I wanted to like get into it. I wanted to be like really cool because I was like the hard stuff. You, you know? wanted to identify with it. The or? hard scream boy you really gotta have a quite the ear for that because it's just like screaming i think it was called uh, it's just trying like, to remember this one band <laughs> i can't do it but it was screaming yeah like yeah. i'd have to scream to show you uh-huh and i but i forced myself to listen to it and i was like i'm gonna be cool and i'm gonna like be able to say that i enjoy this music oh boy but no i Alas. think whenever any of my like alternative friends that I couldn't that I wasn't really allowed to hang out with would be like yeah did you listen to the new Cradle of Filth album and I'd be like yeah totally oh did you see this movie change the subject change the subject change the subject, change the subject. <laughs> was this in high school this was early high school oh, I think okay. I must have been 14 and I eventually yeah. grew out of it I was trying to be a skater girl with vans and things and all those kinds of things but I still bought t-shirts from Hot Topic anyway this is <laughs> I mean I, I, like, I had a little I had some of that too I feel like I guess Danielle didn't I definitely but. didn't <laughs> quinceanera definitely. queen of the yeah 
<laughs> I was listening to like Destiny's Child and pop music when I was in pop high music. school. Yeah. We would have been friends, Heather, if uh, we went to the same high school. Fuck yeah, dude. sex. Parents suck. They didn't get it. <laughs> I would have been friends with you, but I just wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gotten it either. Like yeah. your parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why have you listened to this? I'm like, you actually like this? Like, and inside, deep down inside, you would have been like, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't like it at all. I remember specifically telling my mom, like, don't worry, I'll never like Marilyn Manson. And then it was like the next year that I was like, actually... He's all that bad. Pretty good. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Marilyn Manson, I did like. I was really weird and I would play his first album on like, I'd set it to repeat and go to sleep to, to oh, it. Oh, sleep? Yeah. Like fall asleep wow. to his album because that was hard. <laughs> and right. That was your like bedtime story. Because yeah. you were that hard. Because that that's how hard I was. Okay. <laughs> Which song? Like. Or just like the whole, uh, or was, which album? It was the whole album. I, can't, I think it was his like first popular album or his first album altogether. There was some bit about Willy Wonka. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, damn. I don't. Because I think it was before. I can't before... even remember what I was like into. Like, I mean, I guess. In high school? Yeah. Yeah, I did like anti-flag. I wasn't cool like you guys at all. Oh, so you listened to more oh. punk. A little more punk, yeah, yeah than well. like, but there, I'm trying to think of this one band that's just fucking terrible <laughs> that I liked around the same time as I, the time I was listening to Marilyn Manson. I was all about that pop music. Sugar Ray. Oh. Remember Sugar Ray? Oh, Sugar Ray. <laughs> fucking loved them. Every morning they're no, like, no, oh, no. <laughs> there it is. And I'm in a corner <laughs> of my girlfriend's bedroom. Close the door, baby. Don't say a word. Yes. <laughs> no, shut the door. It's shut the yeah, door. Yeah. Well, you know what? I liked all that stuff too, but I didn't want to. Okay. <laughs> right. You um, didn't admit it. Cradle of Filth. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And the other one that now I can't... Oh, Cannibal Corpse. You know why I didn't like them? Because they're terrible. All right? There. I said it. Finally. Oh, they're going to come free, and get you. Free, free from this lie that I've been living. Because they're terrible. They've always been terrible. You know why? Because it's not music. Because they're screaming and playing loud guitar. Okay. Have you listened to some, it recently? No, I haven't. Mm. But maybe there's some musician. I'm sure there is. I shouldn't say... I shouldn't... It's art. It's art. Everyone... Tana's judging. She's given the... Damn, Tana actually liked that. That's why I can't I can't hate on the death metal and like the screaming and right. because some people appreciate it. Oh right. Fine. But there I'm there's sorry. so many categories of metal. Yeah. Some of which I do not consider metal. Oh. It's bullshit. Whoa. Like Tana's new the metal? metal connoisseur. Mm-mm. But I think there's there's different types of like like the screamo and then there's like the death metal. There's so many different types. Yes. What was, what were they? What? Cradle of Filth. Are they Screamo or are they Death no. Metal? Or no. Where do they it's fall? And I don't know. Maybe Death good? Metal. Are they good in the metal world? Is, there, is that a good band? But I feel like they're weighing more to punk. Whoa. Punks like to mind. scream a lot. Yeah, but they punks. looked so Speaking of music, yesterday we went to a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, we said Rem- we were gonna do mm-hmm. it, and Remember? we did it. We actually, did it. We did it. We did it, guys. We saw. It was it. so lovely. Oh, it was beautiful. fun. I'd never been there. The Hollywood Bowl 
piece oh of bull, as Heather describes it. <gasps> Nobody told me it was in a forest. Nobody told me it was a beautiful bull. She's sitting around trees. She's like, you never been there either? This is mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh. No one told me it was in a forest. <laughs> She's mad. It's like carved out in a hill. Carved out yeah. in a mountain, Not surrounded mountain. by forest and trees. Yeah. Yeah, it's very lovely. It was a lovely night. There was like this cool breeze. Mm. We had the Solange best seats in the playing. house. Oh yeah, amazing. we had front row seats. Then we went oh, yeah. backstage to hang out with Solange. She was like, orange. You guys are Dev. honestly the greatest Moses. in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she said her words. Yeah, exactly. Her words, not mine. She said, "You guys are the best." Yeah, she's she, like, "I know I put on this beautiful magical show, she, she but us you some guys." Dance moves. Are the magicians yeah yeah she said she got deep with us yeah <laughs> that's just that's as deep as she went <laughs> she had so, cool shapes on the stage so many cool lights and i know the lighting was incredible it was incredible i've never seen lighting like well that. i didn't I thought realize she was she wearing had pants on until halfway it, through the show I thought she was wearing like a nude dress yeah but then that's it, what we were talking about me red too. i thought and it was then, a nude dress and then all of a sudden the lights changed and i'm like oh she's wearing white all, pants and a white shirt it was all because of the lights yeah and it was like a james insane. terrell exhibit it was so cool it was magic yeah so we went with us with us lauren nay and my friend tony 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 who let tony. us record in her house oh yeah thanks tony we've talked about her before hi tony hi tony it was she, really fun she was complimenting the podcast this one right here this and podcast. i was like oh man thank you so much that's so nice of you thank you that really means like a lot and i meant i was being earnest and she hit me and said shut up <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. you're right. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. Typical Tony. I know. I know. That's why we love her. It's true. She has the cutest baby. Oh, we can't. Oh, my beautiful. God. Beautiful baby. That's, I don't Big know. blue eyes. Always smiling. Always smiling. And like he makes expressions. Like I've never seen a baby make as many expressions as he makes. <laughs> She's like. doing expressions right now. Ooh. I've actually never even met the baby Neither person. I just see videos and pictures. And I'm like, this is the most incredible baby. Yeah. If I In ever person. have a baby, mm-hmm. it's got to be this incredible. No pressure, future baby. Well, I guess we all future see what kind of baby. <laughs> no pressure, baby. No pressure. Orb in the sky. He's out there. Yeah. <laughs> the stars it's going right to be now. a he, though. Huh? I called it. Did I say that? I said he's out there. I don't oh. know who said it first. Danielle did. I haven't said it. I don't anything. like to call it an it because it makes me think of the movie now. <gasps> Bennywise. Did you guys like it? The Mervyn? Yeah, the Mervyn. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't as... I thought it was going to be stressed the fuck out the whole time. Tana, I was squeezing Tana and screaming in her Danielle ear. and I had each other. At one point, I literally screamed out loud. And then I leaned over to Tana and I was like, is my wig still on straight? She got scared. And she's like, is my wig straight? <laughs> I didn't want to walk out of the theater with like a, you're all, my bangs on the side of my ears. <laughs> That was, funny. was it straight? Yeah, I think yeah. she was like, "Yeah, you're in the clear. You're clear." Oh yeah, it was the Star Trek premiere. We also went to the Star Trek premiere. It was we a did. TV show. We didn't go. It was just happening at the ArcLight at the same time. Oh yeah, it was just a TV. Show. Yeah, it was just a TV show. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I totally didn't go. Yeah, well, no big deal. That's, That's why what? we did an RSVP. Mm. Like, just a TV show. We only true. go to movie premieres. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the next one we're going to? Oh, um, uh. 
Darren Aronofsky's mother. Mother. I was just going to say that too. I was thinking about that. It came out. We went to it. Well, we went to Okay, so the next one. So the next one. I don't even know what movies are coming out. No, there's so many invites for red carpet. We really have to just prioritize. Yeah, it's so hard. I haven't opened up our all the invitations to all the cool things that we get invited to. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> News anchor, Heather. Oh, I found a new, a newfound appreciation for blood orange. Look, Tana makes me, makes us, I think, listen to all this really like mellow, beautiful music. And then she makes us listen to she makes honey, us listen. butter, chicken, yeah. biscuit, <laughs> honey, butter, chicken, biscuit, butter, burger. <laughs> this is to the audience, but do you know what I'm talking about? Like butter, butter. popular. Oh, man, I listen to a spectrum. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. And it's all beautiful music. It's really beautiful. It Sorry, has its I, own place. I interrupted you in your blood orange story. Oh yeah, well, it's not much of a story. I just you, found I, I like really enjoyed his performance. Yeah. Yeah, he, they were great. They were so phenomenal. They were beautiful. I wish they played longer. I know, me too. I know. It me must too. have been five songs. Yeah. It's not enough. It was not enough. He's funky. I mean, it's it's it was like Solange. Yeah. yeah. With special guests. Yeah, but for sure. their name was like right underneath and then, hers and it was bigger than the other Yeah, and he so came out figured on stage that for a bit. Played I know. A little bit longer. He, he did play longer than like yeah. the other acts. Like but it's Moses, okay. I think, We just didn't get our songs. Film. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never get my fill. We didn't get our fill. What an incredible what funky musician. dancing. And That's the thing. He what can't he do? I know. He was just such a. You could feel it all with them. Yeah. Listen, like, I give props to the, people who can play an instrument and dance and break it down like they were doing because that's a lot and you, sing and dance at the same time too. I'm like, how is she not out of breath? She sounds voice of an angel, beautiful, and she sounds amazing and perfect. And you can't even hear. I can't. Is she breathing? Is she a robot? Like she maybe. I think a, the both the gnolls are robots. Yes. She's a reptilian. At one point, she went into the audience. Do you remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she sounded, again, beautiful and like didn't break a sweat or was nervous or. I knew one song, maybe two. Don't touch my hair. So Solange is here. (laughs) Welcome, Solange. Solange. Thanks for coming. Just kidding, you guys. It was me. I sound exactly like Solange. Yeah, you do. It was good. They're placating me. No, I don't. I know it. Okay. Okay. Bad. Wasn't bad. Butter. 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 Yeah, stick to what you know. <laughs> and here we are. And here we are here today. I feel like so much has happened still. I know. We just kind of... Well, part of the journey also has been producing this podcast and getting it on its feet. And I think... We're still figuring out how to balance recording and like editing life. the episodes and life and content too. And content, we just keeping track of everything that we that we do because mm-hmm. we do so much together. And mm-hmm. yet, the only one I can ever remember is the Fourteenth Factory. So <laughs> I was like, I think we talk about it in Yay! every episode. I know, I know but well, we, that it was so formative. It was, but we've done yeah. so many other things. So many other things. I know. I like want to look through my calendar. I have dots in my calendar so I can keep track of stuff. I feel like I haven't, I haven't done much, honest, quite honestly. Well, while my mom was here, like just relaxing and and, yeah. Well, was that nice? Was it? Was that nice? Yeah. I mean, it was great having her here and I loved having her here. I wish I 
had more energy and to do things with her while she was here. We did her last night that she was here. We went to the Griffith Observatory, which was really nice. She liked that. Yeah. And we bought a ticket to watch a movie in the planetarium. <gasps> and I've never done that. I was very impressed. And I'll tell you why. Because, because any planetarium movies are really cool already in general. But it was narrated live. There was a guy <laughs> in there. And he like came out at the beginning. And he was holding like a little glowing orb. And like telling all this stuff about... Because it was called Centered in the Universe. And it was only seven bucks too. And I think it was like maybe 45 minutes long. And he came out and he started the dialogue or whatever. And then like he went back and then all the lights, you know, went down and it was like the cool planetarium show. But he like kept like, I thought I was like, oh, he's just doing the intro. No, but he like narrated the whole thing. And at the end, my mom were, my mom and I were just like, he had to have that memorized because it's like pitch black in there. You would be able to see if he had like a light, a flashlight on, like reading this thing. Like he had, Whoa. like he just was like, and like no mistakes. It was so impressive. Yeah. And then he came out at the end too and like did his little closing. That's so cool. Yeah. So it was pretty bucks. neat. Yeah. Go Whoa. do it. Go support. We got to go back and do it. I know. Mm-hmm. You have to take us. Yeah. And I, I feel just... bad because it was right. I had gone out of work and then I picked her up and we went. And I didn't show her, I didn't tell her or show her that there was a downstairs. So we didn't go downstairs. Oh, like, I, felt, a, I felt bad. Where you can weigh yourself yes. on different planets. Uh-huh. And do all that You're stuff. Like, the earthquake did you see the Tesla coil? Did it come yeah. on eventually? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Ooh, I know what we did. Uh, your mom made macarones. macarones. Oh yeah, we had a spread. Right here at Heather's. That was awesome. It was beautiful. I'll post a picture of it. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Yes. Before Violet left, she had to make my favorite dish, me, mine. Me. Heather's. Heather's. Well, I mean, it truly is my favorite Violet dish. I can't help it. When we used to live together, I used to go, they lived in, they live in Tallahassee too. And so I would go on the weekend sometimes to have family dinner and I would bring Heather leftovers. (laughs) Yeah, and I would go to your family dinner well, with yeah, you, too. Eventually, <laughs> yeah, but like in the beginning, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I would bring leftovers and be like, here, look, I brought leftovers from dinner or whatever. And like, remember the first time you had them, you were just like licking what the... is this? <laughs> licking the <laughs> container, like, this is the best. And I'm like, okay, well, next time she makes it, you can come over and have it. Heather, what did you, like, what did your mom make? What did you grow up with? Like, that that was like so what? different to you or just super tasty to you? I mean, it was just objectively, it's just delicious. Yeah. But my mom, I mean, my mom had her classics, her classics. My mom makes the best soup. Mm. That's what's up. What kind of soup? That's what's up. She makes like beef soup mm-hmm. with like beef mm. bone broth. And yeah. She also makes chicken soup. Hearty. It's, they're always hearty and mm-hmm. delicious. You, and you're nutritious. always making chicken soup too. I know. I feel like. I am my mother. You got it from your mama. I got it from my mama. Um, she used to make like this bolognese mm. that was really good. Yum. All sorts of stuff. For a while, she was really Name into Peruvian? Cornish. Oh, I mean, maybe the soups. What are you guys looking at? There's a guy walking by with a camera. Oh. Paparazzi. Oh. Paparazzi. They know we're recording. Paparazzi. Did your mom cook anything for you? Char. Char, what's Char. up? Hey, Char. Hi. We mom. love you. <laughs> well, my dad was a fisherman so we would always have a ton of fish in the freezer and fresh and she would just always cook fish like just fresh mm, salsa and you know rice and veggies so we had a lot of fish and I was a brat when I was little yeah and I was like can we have McDonald's (laughs) I know yeah (laughs) you would kill for it and now now I'm I crave it yeah 
because um, I was brought up on it, but she was always cooking and yeah. you're always cooking. You are uh, not yeah. like her. A lot more than I do. I'm well, trying to who uh, has the time? learn from her. The key is you cook all the time. <laughs> that's, that's the key. The... And then you always have food. Right. Because oh. you don't have, you don't want to wait until you're hungry. And then you're like, ah, I'm just going to go buy food. You have potatoes, you roast them. You know, you roast got carrots. Way. All right, Tana. You roast them. <laughs> just fucking roast everything. It's delicious. Oh, my God. You're right. You're right. I, I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to try. My mom left me a lot of food. You got Ooh, potatoes I've been off of that. Nice. Oh, in the freezer? Yeah. You didn't tell me. You didn't tell yeah, us. Yeah, because you're not coming over to you. <laughs> she didn't tell me nothing. I bet there's macarones no, for right? months in the freezer. No. Give it Macarones are already gone. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's fine. We'll have to go to Tallahassee again. I mean, you guys will have to go again, and I will come this time. That'd be sweet. That'd be super sweet. Gotta go to a lot of places. I know. It's kind of overwhelming and stressful thinking about it. Aw. No, don't what? be stressed. That's all right. Go to where? Oh, sorry. I mean, you mean with the I eventually want to go. Yeah, I want to go back to Tallahassee and visit my parents, but I need to go. Like, I want to and need to go to Miami to see Beatrice's baby that she had. Little baby in the world. And or maybe she could come out here. With the baby? Yeah. That's now's a lot. the time. Before they get older and mean. <laughs> <laughs> the terrible twos to the terrible teens to the terrible right to the goth people teens no. yeah yeah next year we're going to new york for Haley keen's wedding, wedding. getting married getting married yeah and Haley then keen mabel's gonna get married next year too so and that might be in new mm-hmm. orleans Damn. Well, trips gonna crash that way yeah definitely come, come, come into new orleans come from <laughs> new orleans love that place but it's pretty exciting that Haley is getting married Haley, in a way the one who started it all well because she was the one who was like you guys need to listen to podcasts Mm -hmm. and which eventually led to like we should make a podcast yeah i listened to podcasts before but same oh you did it was kind of but it was the yeah well that's when we talked about it because we all had one that we shared opened yeah yeah my favorite murder Mm -hmm. talked about it and it was on I mean, it was ma- mainly about Heather getting into him. Shit. My brain wouldn't have came here. Yeah. Well, I guess I thought I thought we were all getting into them at the same time. I was like, well, I it had, turns um, out you guys were listening to podcasts this whole time. Yeah, I used to lab. listen to them when I, I used to listen to JV Club Ooh. when I would uh, work at Forever 21 in the early mornings, like you were talking about mm. listening to stuff just like while you're working. It's the best. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. <laughs> oh, how it's come full circle. So... How do you feel being done with chemo? Oh, I'm glad I don't have to go through that anymore. Good riddance. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It's hard to wrap my mind around the fact that I need, this is something that I'm going to have to live with forever. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in the future and it's hard to, you can't predict it, but my mind goes to places that I, that maybe in 10 years from now, five years from now or something I'll, I'll need to have some other kind of chemotherapy again. And that's kind of worrying and scary to me. This medicine that I'm on is only going to last for a certain amount of time. And then we need to start and look at other options and um, start other therapies. So it's hard not to think about things that are that are inevitably going to be happening in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Decisions that you'll have to make. In the immediate present, like it's it's great that I don't have to 
have any more chemotherapy and be stuck in bed like that. And I can have somewhat of like a normal life start again. But then I think about right now, I guess what I'm struggling with is thinking about the future and not letting that overwhelm me. Mm -hmm. It is overwhelming. I know it's like one thing closes and then there's a whole other slew of options and choices. Some of the things that Dr. Kwan mentioned were that like you could, you might want to think about surgery again. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you want to, are ready to talk about any of that. Well, she, if it's, she already recommended and is putting in a recommendation that I see the gynecologist for an ophorectomy, which is removing your ovaries, which is something that's like, it's really big and scary already like having putting my body through as what it's been through who knows like if I could if I wanted to if I could have my own like children um but once I do that then that option is just completely taken away from me yeah uh I I guess like when I talk to the gynecologist it'll be more clear and this week I'm definitely already like planning on reaching out to my psychiatrist to Mm -hmm. for him to recommend a therapist within my health network that I can start seeing that's great that's awesome Uh, Cause yeah, things are starting to become funny enough now that I'm done with this chemotherapy, really yeah. like intensive we were- treatment, everything's starting to become a little bit more overwhelming now. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like it's weird. And I feel like I don't know how to move forward with my life. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm in a weird place right now. Mm. It's like a different kind of limbo. Yeah. Right. In a way. Cause it, it's, it was so focused on this immediate thing. Mm-hmm. And now you're thinking about the future. Because it was just about, yeah, like focusing on like, let's just get rid of this or like make it under control. Yeah. yeah. Like I had like a goal. Yeah. Right. Right. That I was and now, saw and that needed to work towards and was hoping to get there. And then so we got there and we achieved it, which is fantastic and which is great. But now I don't. There are things that are in place like to maintain this and keep it healthy but I know that there's like an ending in it and then once that ending comes not good things are going to happen again like yeah like so once the taxol has stopped working not the it's the I'm not the taxol you're right the tamoxifen tamoxifen. they sound the same it's confusing um then the other therapies that are available right now are only effective in postmenopausal women and by the time the tamoxifen, you know, is not giving back what it needs to be, I still won't be at that place. I won't be in menopause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Like, it's just like, okay, I have this, like, it feels like I have a deadline on like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That you're not, and you don't know when the deadline's going to be. Yeah. And then like at the end of the deadline, something shitty is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But maybe something shitty won't happen. Maybe yeah. they just... You know, and I don't know. There's lots of, now's the time to chug that CBD oil, baby. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard as your friend to know what to say. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want, I wish I, I wish I. I don't, I mean, it just feels good to let it out. Yeah. I don't necessarily need to say say anything. Just listen. Yeah. And and we'll always be here. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't expect you guys to have the answers for me. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I actually just ran out real quick, got my medical degree. Yeah. I'm now an oncologist and a gyno. So here we go. Mm-hmm. I just Wikipedia it. Yeah. I just wikied it. And this is what, these are the Web answers. MD. I have the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Just take it. But, uh, you know, 
I, I hope you do enjoy like all that you went through and like all the hard work that you put in. Yeah. And like really just enjoy like the great news that you got. Yeah. And I totally understand it and I can only understand it so, so much and so far what must be going on in your head because I think about it too. And it's also just kind of something we think about as women. Yeah. Yeah. And getting older and, but yeah, just in wanting you to enjoy this time. And cause you have time people stay on tamoxifen and Zazabzal or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't even the, know the name of the injection. Uh, the ovarian solid suppressant. Solidex. Solidex. <laughs> Something like that. Um, for five to ten, ten years. it all down. I know. I'm trying to look. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see my notes right now in my mind. Um, <laughs> but the note keeper at the appointment. Or else I won't remember. But see, I'm not remembering anyway. Yeah. And, and it's, then, it's hard because it's like, uh, yeah, I finished chemo, but my hair still is kind of falling out a little bit. It's definitely hasn't started growing back. So that's like number one, like just reminder of it all. Yeah. Um, I'm not feeling a hundred percent still. So it's not like things aren't back to normal. I feel like I don't necessarily have my life back to normal and like, it's hard for me. It's still to like really to wake up in the morning and go to work. And now it's like my disability has ended and I don't have any more paid time off. So it's like, I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could get the disability extended if I wanted to, but it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to have that crutch, you know, like I need yeah, to right. like get back into the swing of things. Um, yeah. so yeah, that's another. Right. Again. Yeah. That's a good point where it's just like the next, it's just the next step and like figuring out logistics here the amount that is going through your head now and processing it all and what the next steps are in the future and all of that for it to be like overwhelming right now because you can focus on this. So where you're going to like focus on it now and then you can maybe start finding some answers, finding your way on this, meeting with the gyno, getting stuff from that. So I think like, you know, it's going to be the hardest now, like even though we had good news, great news. And then you're like, boom, slammed with all this, all these yeah. other options, other options. And then a lot like of stuff that time will about. dwindle that down where it's a little more manageable. It's always going to be intense and just because of the, the weight of all of this, but I'm really glad you reached out to find like a therapist and oh, I haven't done it yet, but it's going to be, but it's, you know, glad it's on the to do yeah. get done this week. Glad you're not like. I don't need therapy. Yeah, we're just like completely no, lost like, to not even well, think about that. Yeah, I mean, he had recommended it like when I was first diagnosed and I just, I wasn't, I like, I wasn't ready for it. And now I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Well, physics, because you're, you were repairing physically and now it's about mentally and took care of your body. Now to take care of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were going to start singing. <laughs> I'm interested and I wonder if I'll hear back or I guess when the next time I do see Dr. Kwan, I'll ask her was that she also mentioned that she was going to reach out to the breast surgeon Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. She said that was huge. That was that she even mentioned. Yeah. She was like, there is a really big possibility that they'll probably say no just because, you know, it's already stage four, it's progressed or whatever. But she's like, but just because of how 
much the tumor has shrank. Yeah, and how well you responded mm-hmm. to the chemo. She's like, I still want to present them with your case. That that so was like, I, was I like, knew wow. how well it worked when she mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Because when, when Danielle was first learning about all of this, even before we had learned that it had spread, when we learned about the size of it, and that it went to the lymph nodes. I think at that point we knew like surgery wasn't necessarily on the table at first. And then once we knew it spread it, they weren't even like addressing that even like in the future or anything. So the fact that she brought it up again, and even if it, even if the breast surgeon won't recommend it, she's going to ask. Yeah. And that'd be interesting. I wish she, I wish I had asked her, what is the benefit? Mm-hmm. It'll just really lower, decrease the chances that it spreads ever again mm-hmm. or, or you get more yeah like it would it would essentially i'm assuming she would recommend like for me to have a double mastectomy mm-hmm. which is removing both both breasts yeah um because it's anywhere you can prevent it from spreading or growing yeah and removing some of the that's my now. assumption yeah. yeah there's part of me where it's like okay well we'll do this like estrogen blocker and everything like that I'm like, okay, got 10 years, got 10 years to find a 100% cure. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's what Tony know. was talking. We were talking really? yesterday and she was just like, well, you know, you're going to be on this for a few years now, like maybe even if it's five or 10 or how long, but she's like, think of the advances that are, that may be made between now and then there like That's might true. be another answer for you. That's Not true. necessarily. There might be answers out there right now that we just don't know about. And even just as you're you know, as a friend, because now that like the phase one has ended, there's also time to just research more about what, not to overwhelm you. I will do it. I'm going to Google. <laughs> Heather, you already do too much. <laughs> I know she's going to stay up till midnight editing the episode. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I just know that in passing, other people have told me that there's some sort of gene therapy that has been like curing all the cancers, you know, so there's always Mm -hmm. something that somebody is talking about. And, you know, I just choose to believe that. I mean, because, yeah, it's 100 percent possible. Oh, yeah. Everything is possible. Just going to go to med school. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, I already did that. Oh, yeah. You went to med school over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with Tony that like, there's yeah. always the possibility. And I mean, maybe this is, maybe this is totally not my place, but I'm like, don't worry about the ovarian surgery Yeah, just yet. Cause no. it's such a huge decision. Oh no, I know. And yeah. such a like, you know, permanent yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. And you're not yet. You, right. You know. I mean, but you're just, it's no. more about the idea of everything. Yeah. Yeah. The babyest steps. <sighs> <sighs> so everyone just breathe. I know. I think we're all a little tired from yesterday's late night. No, oh, I slept concert twelve hours. You oh. did? I mean, I I fell asleep probably around midnight, and I woke up at eleven thirty this morning. My body was tuckered out. Okay? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was a big day for you. Yeah, yeah. big night. Climbed a mountain. That was the bowl. That was carved that into was the, the bowl, mountain. Yeah. Oh man, so many steps. Yeah. To our great seats, by the like, way. There's so many steps to the front row seats. Yeah, it was all oh, downhill, right, right. and row. then I had to like go back up when we were leaving. Right. Yeah, Solange is just weird like that. When yeah. she was like, "You guys," she made us all stand go, up, go to the steps, go up to the there, step. and then come back, and then we'll party after. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Yeah, she was like, "Do a couple stadiums and <laughs> meet me backstage <laughs> <Do a> co- <laughs> real quick. <Yeah. laughs> Do a couple stadiums." 
She did them with us, though. Oh, well, oh yeah. And she, Dev and I were holding hands. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's the guy from Blood Orange? Mm-hmm. He was doing his funky, his funky soul dance. He has, like, wiggly legs. Yeah. He reminds, I mean, they remind, he reminds me of Prince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you said that. Mm-hmm. When he That's moves his body. So his music, too. Yeah, it's funky. Sounds like a lot of Prince so influence. So fucking good. That's a friend of mine actually informed me that he was in a punk band initially. What? You guys oh. are meant to be. Right? <laughs> it's full circle. circle. Love Prince, love punk. I bet Prince he punk. loves, I bet Dev Prince punk. Oof. loves Cradle of Filth. <laughs> Let's ask him. <laughs> in fact, I think I hear a lot of Cradle of Filth influence in Blood Orange. Yeah, definitely. Heavy Cradle of Filth. I don't, I can't, I couldn't say because I don't think I've heard one song. I mean. Yes, you have. I'm Okay. this cradle of filth yes sounds pretty epic this is if you can hear this okay i have heard this on this it's beautiful until they start screaming probably it's better so many drums wait sounds like a fantasy movie When do oh. they scream? Yeah, I was like, that's not screaming. That's like a lovely lady's voice. Is it a lady or is it a man? This is a lady. I thought it was a man. Oh. What the hell? It was a crate. Oh, it was a. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? I don't know. Like, remember they used? They were like. Oh yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure do. Anyway, that was some quality. Test Icicles what? <laughs> was the name of the oh. punk band that Deb Hines was in. Oh. What? Test Icicles? Like, like testicles. testicles. Yeah, no, I Little get it. I get Come it. on, Heather. I get it. Oh, God. I think it's a great name. How could I forget that? I feel like Cradle of Filth sounded harder when I was in high yeah, school. That sounded really melodic. It sounded like Evanescence to me. Yeah, yes. it did. I think this, that is, a, I think I just found it a later, a little harder, but later music on... YouTube, wow, you guys really sold out. You guys are better when I was in high school. Appealing to the masses now, yeah. not to the angry. I used to listen to this band. Get the fuck out. I was like, that's not, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, I know this song. Let me see if I recognize it. Sage, Sage is the one that Sage. made me listen to it. I, that's so wild. I heard this song too. It does oh, sound familiar. Circle, square, triangle. Whoa. Whoa. You heard this song, haven't you? This is bringing me back. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do. We used to do this dance to it. Um, yeah, we yeah. used to get wine drunk and dance to yeah. the song. Oh I my god, do it again. That brought me introducing us to. So I can't bad. believe that's him. Great. Oh my god. It's just meant to be. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> it just dawned on her. Because I was like, I forgot like what track we were on. Test icicles. Test icicles. Test I knew icicles that is blood orange. 
Well, is Dev is in Tess right. High School? Is he the yes. singer? Yes. Um, let me see. That that's like um when like, I found out that uh, Edward Sharp was probably. I'm a robot. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And that was kind of a yeah similar transition because like i'm a robot from... was very similar to testicles yeah holy moly dance guys. punk post hardcore indie rock that yeah. is exactly correct <laughs> that is exactly what that is I so many that words song. yeah that was such a good that was so fun good tune great great job dev wow. just making killer music throughout it's our throughout the ages yeah throughout our stage like that we yeah like we're growing our musical tastes are growing with with these with, artists know, yeah. like it's so bizarre that's so awesome oh my gosh it makes me want to like get wine drunk and dance in the living room we again dance to that to the unicorns mm-hmm. oh man <laughs> islands yes that's all we did that's all we did all back then. We're do. bored now. I mean, we're boring. Now we're done. No, we're not. Hey, we went Duh, out for Nay's birthday. Oh, yeah, we did. Nay's birthday. Oof, did that birthday. wipe us out or what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Happy out, birthday, Nay. for the count the next day. I know. HPD, Nay. Wednesday was her official birthday. Her and Ben went to the beach. Then we were able to celebrate with her on oh. Friday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with some other friends, Ryan and Katie, Tyler, Tomoto. All our friends, all the friends that we've talked about. Et cetera, et cetera. Tom's whacking me with his tail under the table. <laughs> oh. So Sage is the one who brought test icicles yeah. to you and then you to me. Mm-hmm. Sage. Hi, Sage, if you're listening. What's up, Sage? Sage was your lover. <laughs> <laughs> Have you spoken to him at all? Um, I did. Like when I was first diagnosed, he reached out to me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Am I having a hot flash? You know, love us. <laughs> yeah. No, I was feeling toasty before I decided about complaining about it now. I'm toasty. I held it off for like... Toasty toast. Toasty toast. toes. Very nice. Toasty toes. Toasty toes. Simple feet. Simple feet. <laughs> I could only hope for some simple feet. Oh, We don't have a sign off. Do we have a sign off? We still oh. don't have... We just howl with the bomb. Yeah. Oh, like grab your boobs and... Oh, yeah. Everybody grab your boobs Everybody. and love your friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought we were grabbing. I can't reach. No, this is way too far. Okay, we'll touch hands. Touch your hands. Hold your friend's hands. Hold your friend's hands. Touch Touch your friend's boobs. Touch your boobs. And love each other. Bob. And how? Oh! Look at him! Bobby! Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our lovely Lauren Naylor for her amazing portraiture skills and creating our cover art, to our sweet boy Tom Odo for our lovely music, and a great many thanks to my you caring supporters and donors. Eric and Anna, Andrew Jenden, Maria Santana, Susie Massette, and Lourdes Green. You can follow my blog at wellthissucks.me, follow us on Instagram at WTS Podcast, Facebook at WTS The Podcast. And if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, thanks. Love you.